What's going on guys? This is just another critic. And you're probably here because you're wondering what the hell is this guy got to say about Wisconsin Badgers football, right? And I'll be more than happy to tell you if you stick around. Now, background as far as myself, I've been a fan of Wisconsin and the Badgers football team since 2004. I had a cousin who got a full scholarship to play football there. And at the time, I was probably 10 years old. And that's about the time when I started watching college football to watch him play. And um, Wisconsin Badgers, I've been a fan ever since. Been a fan since 04. I've been around since, you know, John Stockle, Brian Calhoun, Tolzien, John Clay, Stave, Monty Ball. You got the Gordons, Clements. I've been watching through all these guys. And, you know, I've I've loved watching this team. I love their I love their grittiness. I love Wisconsin Badgers football. But at this point, because I've been a fan so long, well, of course, many people have been fans for multiple decades, but you know, since 2004, at this point we're in 2018, roughly 14 years, I'd say that's pretty long. And obviously this video is coming off of the loss to BYU with high expectations coming into the season. And in this video, I'm basically going to explain why at this point in time, Wisconsin won't win the college football playoff. We won't compete for the college football playoff until we make adjustments in these areas. And first thing that comes to mind is our offense. Wisconsin, we're one-dimensional offense, guys. One-dimensional offense. What is Wisconsin football known for? The run game. We ground and pound you all freaking day. We use our big corn-fed boys up front to clear the way, to make the way for the Calhouns, the Clays, the Balls, the Melvin Gordons, the Corey Clements, to make the way, right? And that's how everyone plays us. They know we're going to run the ball. That's what we do. That's one of our biggest flaws is that all we do is run the ball. Yeah, it's great. It, it's great if it's successful. It's great if it's successful, but we're just not in that college football climate anymore where your run game can win you a national championship. Unless you're University of Alabama, where your defense is scoring 13 touchdowns in a season. And that's not the case with Wisconsin. We don't get the top recruits. We don't get the four and the five stars. We get the three stars, two stars, and if we're lucky, we'll scoop up one, maybe two, four stars. That's just the reality of it, and I'm okay with that because our coaching staff has been able to groom these three stars, these two stars, into some great players, and to me, that's impressive. That's what I love about Wisconsin is that the player development at the program has been ridiculous. It's been phenomenal. 
Now, the one-dimensional offense, it's just not going to get you anywhere in this day and age. Nick Saban realized it, and that's why he brought in uh, not only Blake Barnett, who was a Elite 11 member. He ended up losing his job to Jalen Hurts. And if Jalen Hurts had been playing on any other team, he wouldn't have had the success. That's my opinion. But he knew the weakest point on the Alabama team was the quarterback position. Throughout the years, they've just ground and pound, played phenomenal defense, and had a manager at the quarterback position. We are not Alabama. That's clear. We're not getting five-star recruits every single year. So we don't have the luxury of being able to have a mediocre quarterback with a good run game and a good defense, a pretty good defense. Our defense has progressed immensely in the past few years, and I'm stoked on that. I'm stoked on the direction that the defense is taking. But at this point in time, our offense is one-dimensional, has been. We had one phenomenal year with Russell Wilson. And guess what? The man can throw the ball. He threw for 33 touchdowns, four interceptions. That was the closest year we had to winning a national championship. Lost two of the games that year, I believe, to Hail Marys versus Michigan State and Ohio State. Other than that, all the other years have been practically the same. We're going to ground and pound you. And when we are forced to pass the ball, we're going to pass the ball just because we're forced to. But it's not in our normal play calling. So when we force our quarterback to throw the ball and we don't give him enough reps to actually become comfortable throwing the ball, what do you, what do you expect him to do? Moving along, number two, second reason why Wisconsin won't win the college football playoff. Right now, at this point in time, our recruiting at the quarterback position has been poor. Has been poor. I mean, Bart Houston wasn't the greatest. John Stockel wasn't the greatest. Tolzien wasn't the greatest. Stave wasn't the greatest. Look at their statistics. Look at their stats. Given Stave had one nice season, pretty decent season, but the best quarterback to play at Wisconsin up until this point was Russell Wilson, and he only played one year here. One year at Wisconsin nearly took us to the national championship. If we hadn't lost both of those games, probably would have been in the natty. Recruiting at the quarterback position has been poor. And the thing with me is that there's a saying. uh, It goes like this. Success leaves clues, right? And if our best year to date And our best chance at winning a national championship was during the Russell Wilson year. What did we take away from that year? Of course, we had a phenomenal running game. And we had a ridiculously phenomenal passing game with Russell Wilson. Quarterback position. Two-dimensional offense. I believe Monty Ball was the running back at the time. He had 33 touchdowns himself. And... I think it was 18 or 1900 yards on the ground. So I don't get why we didn't take anything away from that season. 
maybe we did. I'm just not seeing it implemented just yet. Of course, we have a new coach. There was a different coach at the time. But the recruiting at the quarterback position has been poor for decades, for years. Well, for the past decade that I've been watching, it's been true. It's just sickening to watch because we know what the missing piece is. Yet we still haven't found the answer. And I get it. We're Wisconsin. We're not going to get... We're not going to be able to recruit the best quarterbacks in the country. I get that. I understand that. But that's where our scouting has to come in. We've got to find those two and three stars that we can develop into the guys that we need them to be. And the thing with Russell Wilson is not only did he have a great arm, but he was a dual threat quarterback, a true dual threat quarterback. He only ran when he had to run. Only ran when he had to run. He was a pass first quarterback. He was ridiculous. That was probably the one of the best years Wisconsin will, will have if, if we don't find the solution to this issue. Now, one of the more exciting guys that we just brought in, his name is Chase Wolf. He's a freshman. This guy could possibly be Manziel 2.0. I may be exaggerating, but go watch his highlights on YouTube, whatever it may be, Chase Wolf. Um, what I saw on tape... He looks really good. He has a really accurate arm. And I think the issue right now with Hornybrook is that he's very inconsistent as far as accuracy goes, and he doesn't look like he has that great of arm strength. Typically, most of his interceptions are coming on uh, hitch routes. And it's just because he doesn't have the arm strength. And when you don't have the arm strength, you've got to have really good anticipation to be oh, anticipation and chemistry with your wide receivers to be able to throw that ball a few seconds earlier to avoid the interception, to hit your guy right in the numbers. And it just doesn't look like Hornybrook has grown that much throughout the offseason. Now given, we're going to get into a bit more because my third point is our unwillingness to adapt to the college football climate. And at this point in time in college football, the way I see college football is in order to compete with the big boys, if you're not recruiting five stars every single year, you have to have a dual threat quarterback. He doesn't need necessarily need to be a dang Lamar Jackson, but he needs to be able to make plays with his feet. He needs to be able to extend plays, create plays. He just needs to have that option to move out of the pocket if he has to. Because there's been multiple plays where there's been open field in front of Hornybrook, but he just doesn't take it. He just doesn't take it. Our unwillingness to adapt to the college football climate. And it's just beginning to get hard for it's beginning to get hard to watch because I know what this team can be, especially with the direction that the defense is taking. Our run game is always going to be there. That's just Wisconsin football. And if we're able to fill the void at the quarterback position, 
like I mentioned, I'm excited for what we have with Chase Wolf. I'm hoping they can um, develop him into the quarterback that we need in the future. But at this point in time, I don't think Hornybrook is the guy that's going to get it done. And until, until we solve this issue at the quarterback position, we won't be able to compete for the college football playoff because we're simply going to be a one-dimensional offense. And if we can't pass the ball, they're going to stop our run game, force us to throw. And we're going to have basically another Ohio State game every single freaking year. They're going to stop the run, force us to throw. And obviously our quarterbacks aren't able to make the plays that we need them to make in order to take us to the promised land. And we end up in the Orange Bowl, the Rose Bowl, one of these bowl games. And we've kind of been settling for that as of lately. I know I'm not the only one in this fan base that's feeling this way. We're trying to get over the hump. And at this point, the quarterback position is the only thing holding us back. And it's quite obvious. I know I'm pointing out the obvious. But it's just time. We need to step it up. The program, man. We've got to find the money somewhere to bring in the right coaches, if that's what's missing at the quarterback position. As well as, you know, not I, I did mention here in the parentheses our offensive play calling. I just think whoever's, you know, calling the plays right now, it's just not it's just run, run, run. For every for every ten running plays we get one passing play. And so that's why it's hard for me to blame it on Hornybrook at the same time is because he really doesn't get the reps. He doesn't get the reps. And you expect a quarterback to make these big plays, these big throws when you need him, but you're not giving him you're not giving him the game time, you're not giving him the reps in order to get gain that experience. So when that time comes in the bigger games, he's able to work off of that experience to to you know have have that experience have that past experience to where he knows the throws that he can make he can make and everything that comes with experience so that's another thing that irritates me is our offensive play calling we only allow hornybrook to throw typically on third downs typically on third and long and we don't allow him to build a rhythm we rarely have have a a drive where we're passing, you know, two times out of the. It's just frustrating, man. Frustrating to watch. Basically, the point I'm trying to get is, our play calling does not give our quarterback enough reps in order for him to progress and to grow into the quarterback we need him to be. Game time wise, I'm sure they're giving him a lot of reps of practice, but everyone knows game game time is going to be way different than practice. He needs the freaking reps on the field. So when I'm seeing us racking up 400 yards of rushing yards versus these cupcake teams like New Mexico or whoever the hell it is, it pisses me off because who gives a rats about 400 yards? Give our quarterback some reps. So by the time we get two teams like Michigan State, Michigan, Iowa's, 
he's got more and more experience under his belt that he can take into those into those big games. But no. We're giving him a handful of passes here and there. And then when we get into these crappy situations where we can't run the ball, we're forcing him to throw. We're forcing him to make big plays. So it just doesn't make sense to me. Last thing, we just need to sharpen up in our secondary. Typically, we're just giving up big plays over the top or on the ground. We just can't be giving up big, big, massive chunk plays to these teams. That's simply how we've been losing, honestly. In the Big Ten Championship to BYU, they broke off multiple big runs. Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship last year, two, three of their touchdowns were 50 yards or more. Don't quote me on that. I'm just going off the top of my head. But basically every time we lose to a big team, it's typically from big big plays. I mean, massive runs on the ground, and that's where our safeties come in. Big big throws over the top, that's where our safeties come in. And I love Dakota Dixon, but he's just he's a small safety. We need somebody that can go up and get it, that can go up and challenge those big balls over the top. So, I mean, with that being said, if 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 I could pray to get one of these things fixed, it would just be our quarterback position. If we can solve if we can fill the void at our quarterback position, that'll solve most of our problems. If we can get a quarterback, well, not only getting a good quarterback, but we need we're going to have to adapt in our play calling when we do get a good quarterback to have a more balanced attack. Because if we can have the greatest quarterback in the world, but if we don't utilize him and we don't we don't build the team around him, no use having a good quarterback if we're just going to continue to pound the ball. We are bringing in Graham Mertz, Elite 11, Elite 11 quarterback, and I'm hoping he can be the answer. I'm hoping we can give Chase Wolf a chance. And I just want to see this program adapt to the college football climate that we're seeing today. Because if we don't, if we continue to be a one-dimensional offense, if we continue to not give attention to our quarterback position as we need to, if we continue to basically decide to run the ball every freaking play, and then pass when we really need to. We're going to be in this position every single freaking year. Our defense is going to keep us in the game. Our offense is going to run the ball. And we're going to lose in the Big Ten Championship every single freaking year. Because we're going to end up playing in Ohio State or Michigan. Who's going to shut down the run game. Force us to throw. But we haven't prepared a quarterback. We, we don't have the play calling. We don't have the guy we need in order to get us over that hump so that we can end up not only competing for the college football playoff, 
but actually winning the college football playoff. So, with that being said, guys, if you're a Wisconsin fan, I'd love to hear your opinions. Do you share the same frustrations as me? What's on your mind? What are you thinking? What are you guys thinking? Even you guys who may not be Wisconsin fans. What's on your mind? What are you seeing with the program? I'd love to hear your opinions. Um, this video might have ran on a bit longer than I expected. But um, as you guys already know, if you like my content, awesome. Go ahead and hit that thumbs up. Don't forget to subscribe. And like I mentioned, guys, I would love to hear from you guys. Drop a comment or hit me up on Twitter at Just Another Critic. If you don't like my comment, awesome. You should still drop a comment. Let me know how I can improve the channel. If you're listening on my podcast, check out the link in my description for the actual YouTube video. If you want to listen to just audio, check out the links in the description as well. I'm over on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and a few other uh, platforms. With that, I appreciate your time, guys. This is Just Another Critic signing off. Catch you in the next one. Peace.